0: everyone, welcome back to life in all chapters. This is Brandy Tabor and Amanda Henson. and we're gonna try something a little new today. I think we've put a bunch of topics in a flower planter it's a bucket, bucket um, and try to wing it. So first though, I just maybe touch on where we're at, how we're doing in general. You're doing great. I'm doing
1: fantastic. I uh, I have not been to the gym for two weeks, though. I've been busy with other things. I've gotten some exercise, don't get me wrong, but I haven't actually gone to the gym. So, I thought about going today, but eh, I'm going to wait till next week. Mm-hmm. So
0: I have not been. I've been talking about tanning. I've been trying to get my pool open. Yeah. And that pool, I swear, is tainted with some type of evil energy out there. Because last year I did the same thing and it was always something after another, one thing after another that stopped me from getting it. Pools are a pain in the ass. (laughs) They are. So real quick, I'll tell you, this is, (laughs) did a bunch of yard work last weekend, went out to, I drained the pool the week before because I was just going to power wash everything. You know, my dogs ate the outside drain to the pool. Yeah. So when I saw that, I instantly became upset and I was This pool's useless now in my mind. So I started throwing yard debris in it because I was going to have the whole pool and everything hauled off at once. Now I have to go in and clean it all (laughs) out because my husband, the mechanic, you know, fix everything mind, walks out, looks, and there's a drain on the inside that will work just fine in the exact same spot. (laughs) So. So you acted... Too quickly and brash? I it. I was Holy irrational. Holy cow. So, now I, that have, I doubled my workload. So, I'm going to work on that tonight or tomorrow. But I'm getting my pool open because that is one of my favorite things to do for myself. Is just the best thing is at night, especially out here with the stars, and I can't wait to see it, is getting in the pool when it's hot and it's nighttime and the stars are everywhere. And you float on your back and you just lay there. It is so therapeutic. Oh, I know. And I cannot wait. Yeah. One of the reasons why I always loved going to dad's later in the evening was because after a few drinks, you jump in the pool after dark and you can see all the stars. And we're more excluded, or not, not excluded, remote than dad is. Yeah. So we have way more stars. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. I look forward to that for you. So I am doing some um, new meditation courses. Again, I'm really focusing on... My emotional and spiritual health because I feel like I've neglected it hardcore building my career and, you know, like priorities and distractions and all that. Oh, yeah. And you get in the motions in the day-to-day. I have found myself the last two weeks coming out of that day-to-day motion behavior that I had, which is super exciting for me because I think, one, my executive functioning dysfunction issue is starting to come full circle and I'm gaining those executive functions back and I'm almost coming out of this attention deficit type of behavior that you know I get. Yeah. So that's good. I'm excited to see where it leads and kind of where it takes me with my goals. But that's where I'm at and it feels pretty dang good. Well, that's freaking awesome. So. I like to see that. Um, would you like to hit Pull our the topic? out of the bucket? Pull it. Yeah. We are so white trash class with this bucket.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is cute.
0: Well, I don't know. It's, it's small. It's one of mine. <laughs> that's true.
1: Oh, great. We're going to discuss the game of telephone in life situations. Do I have to explain that? No. <laughs> and I'm I'm telling you what, it's like you pulled that out of my head. We were just talking about that last night. Oh, were you? Yes. Just Isn't it crazy? How things just come up like that? Yes, it is I'm telling you. Are you a smartphone? Because
0: you're reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that that clip, there twenty years from now somebody's gonna take that clip of you saying that. <laughs> Like your phone really does read your mind. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Um, so the game of telephone. I think I this came up because I actually was playing a game of phone tag, and I'm not gonna name names. I, I try not to do that because we all gosh, I hope that nobody names my name when I do stupid stuff. But I had I was playing phone tag with another person repeatedly And that person kept calling other people to tell them what they were going to say to me. And it kept going back and forth. And finally, by the time I got a hold of the actual person, I'd already heard from three other people about what this person was calling me about. And nothing will fire my emotions up more than talking about me to other people. If you have an issue with me, you address it with me. You know, that's that's my motto. Now, does that mean that I don't talk about other people? No, because I'm human. But I expect if I talk about somebody and they find out and they get upset, they have a right to be upset about it. Yeah. Right? Anyway, so that's why I, wrote, I had wrote that down in my list of topics probably a year or so ago. I, I probably can't even say the exact name of the people that were involved anyway. But I think we have this game of telephone throughout history, and I'm about to piss some people off, but I'm going to bring religion up. I'm not going to get in depth to it, but if you bring up religion and how we have translated things over and over and over again, and those translators often are biased translators. So when you translate and you have a straight line and you're riding that line translating that line, if you live below that line on a regular basis, then you are going to translate more as you relate to it on the bottom of the line. Because you're writing what you want it to be. Right. And you're excluding the top line, you know. So that's my viewpoint and that's all I'm going to get into religion-wise. But we also have the same thing in politics. So-and-so says, so-and-so is pro this, pro that, anti this, anti that. It goes down the chain and that person's actual views or statement gets modified by the time it reaches people that aren't actually there. That's the game of telephone, right? Yeah. So you have it everywhere. I think one of the reasons why I'm going in this direction right now is that not only do we have to deal with us as humans changing and modifying what we say to someone. But now you also have audio video editing that changes this game big time.
1: Yes. And that's not something that we had to deal with before. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's why so many things get blown so much more out of proportion and there's so much more hate and fear mongering Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because it went from me just misinterpreting something possibly, right. To now, people are intentionally altering the information. It's a serious problem. Oh, it is. And so you had mentioned you were talking about it yesterday. Yeah, we were just talking about just how it, lately everything gets. Sometimes, when you're in a hurry to communicate something, like you said, you're calling somebody and. Or go in there to meet somebody and they're not there, so you leave a message. And then that person gives that message to the next person they see to give to you. So by the time you receive this message from me, I've been here three times. And when it was more like, hey, I've stopped by three times, wanted to see how you were doing. But it gets turned into this. The tone. The tone is altered. The subject matter could be altered. I mean, so many things get altered because it wasn't direct. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, too, telephone now is not extended to just any kind of voice content. Right. It can be extended into a text message. If I have, if I'm doing something, I'm in the middle of something, and I text you some fact I need you to know. If you want to interpret that as snippy, then go right ahead. It's I'm genuinely sending you a fact that you need to know. I don't feel the need to add extra words to make sure you know that I'm not mad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's it's literally just a,
0: like a this list. This brings up a, a whole valid point. Nobody is responsible for your emotions but you. Thank you. Right? So, now, I, I know there's going to be comments all over the place about that, but, ultimately, your emotion is an internal feature characteristic
1: response
0: it's a it is a usually a chemical response that your body is alerting you to that you need to pay attention to this situation because something needs to come out of it doesn't mean that your initial anger is what you should gain or take from that situation your anger is alerting you to getting into that and say you're angry, your response should be, we're taught to step back, think, process, figure out what part of that made you angry and more than likely your body's trying to tell you in the future, avoid this part that made you angry. And a lot of times it ends up being avoiding a a person or a place altogether because you've internalized that anger and now you're traumatized from it yes you know and
1: you're allowed to feel angry or upset or you're allowed to feel however it is that you feel Mm -hmm. but that's not my responsibility right it has nothing to do with me just like i'm allowed to be upset or angry about something that i feel was an affront to me Mm -hmm. you don't you don't get any input on that that doesn't mean i'm right though yeah if i feel attacked Maybe that's my own guilty conscience Mm -hmm. because if someone sends me a message and lets me know that I was supposed to mow their lawn, who knows, if I get upset or angry and feel attacked, is it because I was in fact supposed to do it and I forgot? And Mm -hmm. I'm assuming they're angry with me. Maybe they're not angry with me. Maybe it was like, hey, I know you've had a lot on your plate. Maybe you forgot to do this. If I, I don't have to respond in an emotional manner. Right. I can take a step back and be like, ooh, sure enough. I better get get that taken (laughs) care of, you know. Everything doesn't have to be as big of a deal as people want to make it. And I feel like people want to feel something about everything. You don't need to feel something about everything. Some things are just tasks that need to be completed. Right. There's no emotional attachment to it. And and I feel like with, with our methods of communication, sometimes... We're not getting the emotions that we need. So we're attaching emotions and feelings to things that don't actually have them.
0: I, I would agree with that. I think, well, we were just talking about material objects, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, many people in the world could say they're emotionally attached to this, that, or the other. You know, I'm emotionally attached to my dogs. You know, you try, they're my babies. I'm emotionally attached to my husband. I can't tell you with certainty that anything material I am so emotionally attached to that it would be traumatic for that one item to go missing. Now, if I lost all of my personal items at once, that would be terrible. Oh, yeah. But I can't think of one item, and I'm not saying I don't have one, I'm just not conscious of it right now, that if it disappeared, I would be heartbroken. But we attach our feelings to items, just like we attach our feelings to words. And we attach our feelings to tone and to punctuation. Yeah. We, we attach our feelings to all that. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just making an observation here. So when you attach your feelings to capital letters, for instance, yes. all caps... You attach your feelings to all, that all caps means that this person is yelling at you. When an email etiquette, that is true, correct? But is there yes. actually etiquette to text messaging that they're yelling? I'm assuming so, right? I would assume so. I, or, I feel like it's a general... You're
1: commenting. It's like the choking symbol.
0: Yeah. It, pretty so much like everybody knows what that means. Okay, so universally it means yeah. the same thing. So... We all generally attach that as a negative thing: anger, frustration, it could be excitement. Heated,
1: excitement. I might be yelling at you, like, okay, well, who knows? I mean, whatever I'm excited
0: about. I, I got emotional. a new job. I'm yelling. So as you come back to the telephone game, and you tell me something, and as you tell me that, I'm attaching attaching my own emotion to it. Yes. And then I tell someone they get my emotion, they attach their own, so on and so forth. By the time it gets circled back around, you're not only getting a mix of wording and probably data changes, you're now also getting a chain of emotion that does not belong to you. And if you think about energy fields, when you play that rumor mongering game, which we did, we did an yes. episode on that. We, oh, had, we
1: couldn't we couldn't publish it because it was too the sound quality sucked. Yeah, we had
0: we had some tech issues. So anyway, but rumor mongering, you play that game of rumor mongering and sharing information, and if you think of it spiritually, everything that connected to that initial story, that initial um, whisper and then carried on from person to person, you are getting all of that. And if that is about you, you know, that rumor that circled through or it was misconstrued how you said something, your initial um, knowledge of the rumor mongering happening is going to be very sporadic and chaotic emotion because there's this chain of emotion that doesn't even belong to you attached to that that you are now absorbing. Yeah. Just random, you know. Yeah. But I
1: like it, and it makes sense to me. And on a positive spin on that, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love used books. You know I love to read. Mm -hmm. I prefer to go buy used books. A, they cost less. But B, energy is attached to these books. Yes. When I read these books... And you know that other people have read this same book and their excitement when they are introduced to a new character mm-hmm. and the the all the twists and turns in the books and how they felt about it. And I really believe that it is trapped there somehow. And I, I can share that energy with the people that have read it and then when whoever reads it after me gets some of my energy mm-hmm. and excitement in and gaining this knowledge and these characters and that's something That I don't feel like I get from any other type of media. I don't get it from TV. I don't get it from a Kindle
0: or any other kind of reading device. Matter of fact, that energy is different when it's an electronic device. Anyway, it is. is. It's like tainted. But but those
1: books, and I'm not saying I always. I buy a lot of brand new books, but but if it's a if it's an author I love, I will buy multiple copies because if I see that in a used bookstore, I have to have it. I have to feel that. That energy and just the thought, like I said, of, of other people's excitement when they meet these characters that I love. Mm-hmm. So it's not always a bad thing. Like, the game of telephone is, most things have a front and a back.
0: Positive, negative,
1: equal, We just reaction. have to do them, we just have to be better. Mm-hmm. We have to be better and we have to expect better of ourselves.
0: I agree with that. And be a good friend. Absolutely. So, going to that telephone game of the books, I have this physician's desk reference that was given to me by a very special doctor. I'm not going to name names or anything, but I've worked with him for years. Phenomenal mentor of mine. And he gave me this physician's desk reference from 1951, I think. Nice. And then I have an anatomy and physiology book that's older than that. I... I'm not going to even try to guess the date on it because it's early 1900s, I believe, um, which was given to him, given, you know, and I found it and it's at my office on my bookshelf. And two of my favorite items, you know, of course, if they went missing, I wouldn't cry about it, but don't go and steal them. Um, Just holding that and obviously most of that information is void now. Because we don't even use medical we've books that are learned, older yeah. than four years no, old. No, we've just learned a lot since then. But. but you hold that book and it makes you feel like you are connected to these pioneers of the healthcare industry. And when I get to hold at night, you know, the physiology books, I, I could get in. When we talk about women's health one day, I will bring that book and we'll read about the women's health. Oh my health. God, I cannot wait for <laughs> you that. Can't wait. But anyway, so when I hold that book, or when I get frustrated about being caught up in the bureaucracy of healthcare and the regulations and the guidelines, and stay in this box because you're safe in this box, I grab that book and I think about how awesome those physicians, those nurses, all the healthcare providers were then because it was truly an art. And a science. And what would have happened if those providers
1: would have stayed in the box? Right? What would have happened if they didn't use their mind and the knowledge that they had to reach out and try new things with the same things and the same things with new things? Mm -hmm. And Healthcare is a science and... I just, I can't
0: imagine. It's a, And it is, it's a science and... It's a science, it's an art. It's, it's an art, but they, they try to draw the art out of it. So when I feel like that art's being drawn away from me, because I am, I've never identified myself as a creative person up until the last two years. And through a lot of self-reflection, because we know we all had a little bit more self-reflection going on since um, 2020, but through that... I've realized that I am very artistic and I'm very creative and a lot of that is applied to people and how I talk to them and how I reach out to them. But when I feel that art being yanked from me, from the, you know, the what is it, the yellow tape, you know, yeah. I grab one of those books and I just think, okay, let me get connected again because and it's such a cool energy. It's almost instantaneous that you go from being overwhelmed and being feeling like you're shoved into this corner to, I still have power.
1: Yes, and, and you just
0: ground yourself. Uh-huh. And it's like you're really, linking to those
1: people. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, like you said, it's not necessarily that I'm putting more value on a material object. It's more the feeling I'm getting from the energies, and the energies are attached to this object, and... I don't know. It's just, it's really cool. It's really cool to get to relate to people in a in a way that... Yeah. You wouldn't normally get. Well, to. it's
0: like walking into a sacred place. Yes. You know, or Whether a battle field or yes. There's going to be a connection, a telephone game For some people, of an a cemetery
1: because mm-hmm. you feel like you're communing with your ancestors or whoever and that's where that you feel that energy.
0: So 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 the just from a random piece of paper pulled out of a tin bucket, we can conclude that we need to be careful about rumor mongering with the game of telephone and how we say and do things, but also there's a benefit to the game of telephone and take that from whatever situation. Yeah. If if we're
1: going to do it, we need to try to do it in, the, in a responsible way. Mm-hmm.
0: I like it. That's pretty cool. So, anything okay. else you want to talk about? The game of telephone? No, throw that away. Okay. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get a bucket to keep our already done stuff in so we had talked about doing segments yes and we're going to work on that yeah i would like to do an np corner or a health awareness corner something where at the end of an episode or each episode whatever we decide to do we give a little tidbit of advice for taking care of yourself or advocating for your own health and then have you talked have you thought about what your corner is gonna be here segment? Oh, I've had so many thoughts. So. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna to
0: have to narrow that down. I'm okay. gonna narrow it down. Narrow it down. All right. Well, I guess do you wanna draw for our next segment or our next we can episode draw for the next and one. see what it's gonna be about. Yeah, we can draw for okay. the next one. Then we'll have time. Go ahead and draw a piece of paper from our little It's a big bucket. one, it's mine.
1: Oh, we're gonna talk about work life balance.
0: Ooh, exciting. So, ah, I need some of that in my life for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is a unicorn. All right. Well, I look forward to you guys joining us next time. All right. See you then. Thanks for listening.